0: and welcome back to another episode of short stories for kids i'm lucy your host and i'm here to read you guys exciting stories every single week where you just might be the hero remember guys if you love this podcast then please help us to spread the word tell everybody you know that you think would love it and hopefully we can keep going for a long time yet Now, before we get into this episode's story, here's a word from our sponsors. Okay, so our shout-out today goes to Judy. Hi, Judy! And Judy said that she would like a story about a magic house, and whenever she walks into it, she has a challenge to do. Ooh, Judy, this is a very interesting idea. We love this a lot at Short Stories for Kids, so thank you so much for your story request, and we hope that you love your story. You ready, guys? Here we go. Every day, Judy walked down the same street. It was a perfectly ordinary street, With perfectly ordinary houses all apart from one this particular house was very small with a snaking path lined by beautiful flowers that ran right up to its red painted door judy thought it was the prettiest house of them all but what was really unusual about it was the small wooden sign that dangled beneath a cherry tree branch from two lengths of chain. The sign itself wasn't really that odd, but what was painted on it was. Because every day, the sign said something different. One day, it might say, rain tonight. Or another day, it might say, eggs for sale or on another day it might say hello neighbor but strangest of all was that the sign was an old one worn by the weather with flaking paint the new words never looked freshly painted so the words looked as old as the rest of the sign normally judy would read the sign as she walked past not needing to pause to take in what it said. But on this day, Judy found herself coming to a sudden halt upon the sidewalk. This time, the sign said, Hello, Judy. She stared at it for several long seconds, then her eyes darted towards the house. Was someone watching her? Did whoever lived here know her? In the end, She decided it could mean anyone called Judy. It couldn't possibly mean her, could it? The next day was almost as surprising as the day before. This time it said, Nice shoes, Judy. Judy looked down at her shoes. They were brand new, brought late yesterday afternoon. When the following day rolled around, Judy found herself, walking much faster than normal along the street. She really needed to see what that sign might say. Coming to a stop in front of the house, she read, Come in, Judy. She was so convinced the sign was talking to her that she was halfway down the flower-lined path before she even realized what she was doing. Just before she arrived at the house, the red door began to open All by itself. So by the time she stepped through it, she could see a sunlit hallway decorated with an empty vase and watercolor paintings of lots of different flowers and leaves. There were two open doors leading to other rooms. But as far as Judy could see, there wasn't anyone around. Beside her was an old oak table. Just big enough to hold a large open book. Written on one of the pages in large handwriting was a message. Please fill the vase. Judy turned to look at the flowers along the path through the open door. There were so many, she thought, that picking a few wouldn't spoil the garden. And so that's what she did. When she was done, she placed the vase back on its spot and smiled at her handiwork. It hadn't taken long, but the result looked quite beautiful. With the job done, she went on her way, as the red door closed gently behind her. The next day was a Tuesday, and to Judy's surprise, for the first time, the sign hadn't changed. It still said, "'Come in, Judy!' "'Like yesterday, she approached the front door, "'which opened before her. "'This time, there was a small envelope on the book, "'alongside a message that read, "'Please mail.' "'The envelope was neatly addressed, "'and a stamp was already in place. "'That was easy,' thought Judy. "'She could mail this right away. "'So she plucked up the letter and headed off once more. That night, sometime after midnight, as Wednesday began, a terrific storm blew in from the east, bringing with it strong winds and rain. By the time Judy was eating breakfast, the storm was all but over, but it left a dark and gloomy sky. When she arrived at the house, it said, once again... Come in, Judy. The path to the door was littered with leaves, twigs, and the occasional damaged flower blown there by the storm. This time, the note written in the book read, Please sweep the path. Judy turned and scratched her chin. What was she going to sweep the path with? She went back through the door and walked around the side of the house where she found a pretty little shed painted pale green. Undoing the latch, she found an old-fashioned broom inside. Ha! Huh, this'll do the job, she said to herself. Sweeping the path didn't take long, and she even managed to scoop up what she'd collected and place the pile on a compost heap she discovered behind the shed. Happy with the work she'd done, she went about her day. Thursday was a much nicer morning, and she found herself walking down the house's snaking path before she'd even read the now familiar message on the sign. Once more, the door opened before her. And there again was a message written upon an empty page next to a tiny blue jacket. The message read, Please deliver to Squirrel. Judy hesitated. A jacket? For a squirrel? Was somebody having a joke with her? Surely this can't be serious. She picked up the jacket, thinking it might have belonged to a doll, but it seemed incredibly well made for that. What should she do? Something at that moment made her turn the page of the book to see the message from the previous day but she was surprised to see that the page was blank. As was the previous page to that. In fact, she discovered the rest of the entire book was empty. Huh, where have all the messages gone? Judy wondered. She turned back to the message about the jacket and was amazed to see it had changed. It now read, Squirrel in Oak Tree. The oak tree was behind the house on the edge of a small lawn. She couldn't see a squirrel up there, so not really knowing quite what she should do, she reached up and hung the jacket on a branch. Almost immediately, a squirrel scampered around the trunk of the tree, scrabbled along the branch, and picked up the jacket. As Judy watched, the squirrel put the jacket on patting its front and admiring the fit. Perfect, said the squirrel. Thank you very much. And then it was off, back up the tree. It would be fair to say that for the rest of that day, Judy could not shake the image of the squirrel in the jacket, at least not the fact that it had spoken to her. So on Friday, for the first time, she found herself walking more slowly along the street. As she tried to understand what exactly was going on with this most curious house, she passed the sign with its usual message and cautiously entered the house where, this time, she found a cake sitting on top of the book. The message said, Please deliver to borrow. Borrow? thought Judy. A rabbit, maybe? She picked up the cake and carried it into the garden. It took a while, but she eventually found a round wooden door beneath a tree, hidden at first glance by the tree's twisting roots. On a small sign were the words, The Burrow. At first, Judy considered leaving the cake outside, but following yesterday's incident with the squirrel, She wanted to know who lived behind the round door, and so she knocked. Seconds later, the door was opened by a tiny man with a pointed white beard and an equally pointed red hat. Judy couldn't believe her eyes. She was staring at a gnome. Good day, said the gnome. Can I help you? Ah, said Judy, I've got a cake for you from the house. Oh, oh, how delightful, beamed the gnome, taking the cake. It was bigger than he was. Give my regards to Miss Ivy. Miss Ivy, repeated Judy, but the gnome was already closing the door. On Saturday, when Judy arrived at the house... She noticed the signs still had not changed. However, when she entered the house, there was one major difference. Instead of the table and book, there was a rocking chair. And in the chair sat a very elderly lady with long white hair. "'Hello, Judy,' said the lady with a smile. "'Hi,' replied Judy. "'Are you Miss Ivy?' "'That I am,' she replied. "'Thank you so much for all of your help this week. "'Do you know you did all of that for me without question or complaint? "'Oh, what a good heart you must have.' "'Oh, thank you,' said Judy, feeling a little embarrassed. i like to help,' Miss Ivy nodded. "'That you do. "'Do you think you'd like to continue helping me?' Will it involve more talking to squirrels and garden gnomes? Asked Judy eagerly. Oh, yes, and much more besides. You'll learn about all sorts of magical things, smiled Miss Ivy. Then I would, said Judy. I really would. Wonderful, said Miss Ivy. Then let's start tomorrow. There's a dragon in my attic that needs some help getting out. That should be fun. And she was right. The end.